When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Rooster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. I'm Deborah Valentine with your news, sports, business, traffic, and weather. Here's everything you need to know. The top five at five. There are no words. There are just no words. Multiple fatalities and injuries following a shooting at a Virginia Walmart. Filling of balloons tonight in the Upper West Side ahead of tomorrow's 96th annual Thanksgiving Day Parade. The NYPD's outgoing highest-ranking chief speaks exclusively to 77 WABC owner and operator and host John Katzmatidis. In his last interview about the viral pandemic, the retiring Dr. Anthony Fauci urges booster shots. The U.S. Supreme Court deals a blow to presidential candidate Donald Trump, ruling his tax returns must be handed over to House Democrats. A deadly shooting and injuries Tuesday night inside of a big box retailer, a Walmart in Chesapeake, Virginia. A police spokesperson said that Police responded to an active shooter call at that store approximately 10, 12 p.m. When officers arrived, they coordinated with a tactical team to enter the Walmart where they found multiple bodies, according to Chesapeake Police. Police confirmed shortly after midnight that the lone shooter is dead. Witness Terry Brown spoke to 13 News Now in Virginia. I literally sat there and I, I was counting the police cars. And at the count... Before the light could turn green, it was 13 police cars, and I could see a fire truck coming. Um, I got home because I lived less than two minutes from that Walmart, and I could just hear police cars just coming and coming. Police said the number of victims is less than 10, believed to be seven. A motive is unclear. The 96th annual Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is returning to the streets of New York City tomorrow. Last year's celebration returned to pre-pandemic form after 2020's event was made for TV only. This year's parade will include thousands of marchers, floats, new characters, marching bands, celebrities, and more, capping off with Santa's arrival. The 77 WABC Early News spoke with parade producer Jordan Dabby. Our goal is to appeal to everyone, no matter what your age, and, and are confident that when you watch this year's parade, you're going to be thrilled, excited to have a wonderful day with your family. The 2022 Thanksgiving Day Parade will step off from Central Park West and 77th Street at 9 a.m. Thursday. The two-and-a-half-mile procession marches south to Columbus Circle and turns east onto Central Park South and proceeds south on 6th Avenue to West 34th Street, then turns west and ends at 7th Avenue right in front of Macy's Herald Square. Stay tuned for our full interview with Jordan Dabby coming up at 5.50. An exclusive interview with outgoing NYPD Chief of the Department, Kenneth Corey. 
He touted the department's move to ramp up its quality of life enforcement despite controversial bail reform laws in New York, allowing potentially dangerous pretrial detainees right back out onto the streets. Corey was a guest on Cats at Night, hosted by 77 WABC owner and operator John Katsimatidis. Listen, remember, we didn't do that for quite a number of years in New York City. So we have an, an entire generation of police officers, really, that we've hired, probably a third of the department, which is going to make up the bulk of the officers that are out there on patrol that have never engaged in that type of policing before. The move marked to return to the zero tolerance policy, broken windows, policing strategies that were widely credited with reducing crime in the Big Apple during the 1990s. The NYPD's highest ranking uniformed officer set to retire next week. Also retiring, Dr. Anthony Fauci, the White House chief medical advisor, and he is urging Americans to get their COVID-19 booster shots. There have been 13 billion doses of a COVID-19 vaccine that have been distributed worldwide, hundreds of millions in the United States, and there's robust safety monitoring systems that are in place. And clearly, an extensive body of information clearly indicates that they're safe. Fauci earlier this year announced he'll step down in December from his roles running the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases as chief White House advisor. White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre snapped at reporters who raised questions about the origins of COVID-19 during Tuesday's press briefing. We have a process here. I'm not calling out on people who yell. And you're being you're being you're being disrespectful to your colleagues and you're being disrespectful to our guests. Fauci has faced questions from Republican lawmakers over his agency's support for coronavirus research in China. U.S. Supreme Court Tuesday cleared the way for the imminent handover of former President Donald Trump's tax returns to a Democratic congressional committee after a three-year legal battle. Clears the way for the U.S. Treasury Department to hand over six years of tax returns for Trump and some of his businesses to the Democratic-controlled House Ways and Means Committee. David Ehrenberg, state attorney for Palm Beach County, Florida, spoke to CNN. It's a big loss because the Trump legal strategy has always been delay, delay, delay. I think they knew they were going to lose, but they wanted to to draw it out long enough until the Republicans could get control of Congress. While they're six weeks short, the Democrats are now going to be able to get these tax returns and possibly hand them over to DOJ. The Biden administration says federal law is clear that the committee has the right to examine any taxpayer's returns, including the president's. Fifteen states on Monday mounted an effort to stop a judge from rescinding Title 42. That's a Trump-era order that allows the U.S. to rapidly expel migrants seeking asylum. The states filed a motion to intervene after a federal judge last week vacated the policy and gave the Biden administration till December 21st to wind down its use of Title 42. Texas Representative Chip Roy was on Fox News earlier this week. 80,000 people were turned away in October under Title 42 of the 230 or 40,000 apprehensions. Do you know what's going to happen if Title 42 goes away with an administration that is embracing every policy possible to encourage people to come to the United States? We're going to get 15, 16, 17,000 people a day. Republican attorneys in 15 states are arguing that ending this policy, Title 42, would increase the flow of migrants into the U.S. and harm their states. The Biden administration in April announced it would rescind Title 42, but a group of GOP-led states took the administration to court and won an initial battle to maintain the policy. 
The Biden administration on Tuesday extended the pandemic-era federal student loan payment pause and interest accrual till no later than June of 2023. This as the Biden administration faces big legal challenges to its debt forgiveness student loan plan. The pause was set to expire on December 31st. Here's President Joe Biden. I'm never going to apologize for helping working class and middle class families recover from the economic crisis created by the pandemic. And I'll continue working to make government work to deliver for all Americans, for all Americans. This is important. The latest extension into next year will give the U.S. Supreme Court time to decide whether it will consider a challenge to the Biden debt forgiveness program done without congressional approval. Loan payments were first put on hold back in March of 2020 under former President Trump at the start of the COVID-19 viral pandemic. To give individuals relief from paying their student loan bills, the freeze has since been extended six times. Former U.S. Attorney General Bill Barr on Monday called for a new leader of the Republican Party, warning in a blistering rebuke that former President Trump will burn the whole house down in a scathing op-ed published in the New York Post Monday. Here's Barr back in August. If if it's not me, I'm going to ruin uh, your election chances by by you know telling my base to sit home and I'll sabotage whoever you nominate other than me, and uh, you know that that shows what he's all about. He's all about himself. Former New York Republican gubernatorial candidate Lee Zeldin, who narrowly unseated New York Governor Hochul in the November midterms, confirmed to 77 WABC he's eyeing the position as chair of the RNC. One of the options that's out there that I am seriously considering is the idea of running for chair of the Republican National Committee. Current chair Ronna McDaniel not expected to seek the position for another term and Zeldin credited with flipping four seats from blue to red in New York. A Florida judge is denying a motion to limit the scope of questions the parents of Brian Laundrie will be required to face. It's all part of a civil lawsuit filed by the parents of the late Gabby Petito of Long Island. 77 WABC's Alex Barnard has more. An attorney for the Laundrie family, Matthew Luca, argued the couple was trying to avoid disclosure of, quote, irrelevant matters. But Petito family attorney Patrick Riley says any motion of this type would be too restrictive. Based on what they're saying, I couldn't ask. I couldn't ask their date of birth. I couldn't ask what their address was. I couldn't ask what their educational background was. None of the typical background information that you ask in a deposition would I be permitted to ask? Responding to Luca's argument that questioning would cause embarrassment, Riley said, quote, that's too bad. I'm Alex Barnard for the 77 WABC Early News. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is defending a claim of immunity for the Saudi crown prince. Mohammed bin Salman has been named in a lawsuit brought against him by the wife of Jamal Khashoggi, the Washington Post journalist who was murdered in 2018. Speaking in Qatar, Blinken said it has been a long-standing legal practice that a head of state should be immune. This is a determination that we've made in dozens, hundreds of cases over the years, and in every case, we simply follow the law. A U.S. intelligence report concluded last year that Ben Salman was responsible for ordering Khashoggi's murder. In a filing last week, the administration said now that Ben Salman has been promoted to prime minister, he's immune from the lawsuit as a sitting head of government. The death toll from an earthquake measuring 5.6 on the Richter scale in Indonesia is now near 300. 
Some remote areas are still unreachable where more than a thousand people are reported injured. Hospitals near the epicenter on the densely populated island of Java were already overwhelmed and patients hooked up to IV drips, lay on stretchers and cots and tents set up outside. One Java resident spoke to Reuters. This is where all my family are. My uncle, my little brother, their houses are there. The houses of my elder and younger brothers have collapsed. The houses that you can see from here are mine and my uncle's, and only one section is standing. The other parts have all been damaged. Experts said the shallowness of the quake and inadequate infrastructure contributed to damage, death, and injuries. 77 WABC News Time, 515. Time to head over to Justin Ellick with a look at sports. Well, thank you, Deb. I am Justin Ellick here with your early news sports update. Let's begin on the hardwood here where the Brooklyn Nets. Ben Simmons made his much-anticipated on-court return to Philadelphia as Brooklyn took on the 76ers. The homecoming didn't exactly go to plan as the Sixers defeated the Nets 115-106. to Simmons went for 11 points to go with his 11 assists but had a second half all too familiar to the home Philadelphia fans, failing to take one shot in the fourth quarter while only registering two points the entire half. Philadelphia's Tobias Harris led the contest in scoring with his 24 points, helping the Sixers pull away for good laid. Ben Simmons did speak after the game on the response he received from the home fans, and it turns out he was expecting worse. Were you expecting it to be worse? Or? I thought it was going to be louder. Yeah. You thought it was going to be louder? Yeah, I Huh, interesting. Simmons and the Nets will try <laughs> will try and rebound tonight in Toronto against the Raptors. That tip-off is scheduled for 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. As for the Knickerbockers, they're off until Friday when they're set to host the Portland Trailblazers. Over to the ice now for our remaining local action yesterday. Yesterday, as the Rangers returned to the ice with a 5-3 win in L.A. over the Kings, down 2-0 early, the boys in blue roared back to overcome a two-goal deficit for the first time this season. Braden Schneider, Vincent Trocek, and Capo Caco started the resurgent with a uh, resurgence excuse me with respective goals in the second but it was none other than Christopher James Crider who sealed things in the third with this eventual game winner on the goal by Sean Walker Walker's first of the season at 6-12 ties the game Crider scores Chris Crider great hustle on the play and puts it over Cal Peterson that call, courtesy of MSG, Crowder shot down the ice like with a jolt of speed and just slapped the puck right off the boards. That's why the call sounds so surprising. The win puts the Rangers in a three-way tie for second place in the Metro Division with the Islanders and Carolina Hurricanes. They'll try and build on the win come tonight in Anaheim against the Ducks at 10 p.m. Eastern. As for the aforementioned Islanders, they'll be in action as well tonight at 7.30, hosting the Edmonton Oilers. And, of course, the New Jersey Devils go for their 14th straight win at home tonight against the Toronto Maple Leafs. That puck will drop at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Here with the early news sports update, I'm Justin Ellick on 77 WABC. Here's Lou Dobbs with your financial report. This is the 77 WABC Lou Dobbs Financial Report. The market posted a big win yesterday. The Dow Jones Industrials rallied nearly 400 points. The S&P and NASDAQ both higher at the closing bell. Positive retail earnings and upbeat outlooks helping move stocks higher. Dick Sporting Goods, Best Buy, Burlington among several retailers raising their holiday quarter forecasts. Investors waiting on the latest Fed minutes looking for more interest rate indicators. Earnings forecasts this week have economists hopeful the Fed will slow its current 
face next month. The November Fed meeting minutes will be released at 2 o'clock Eastern. One of the most profitable sports franchises in the world could be up for sale soon. Reports are the Glazer family. Owners of Manchester United are exploring their options. Manchester United stock up 14% after the news of a potential sale. The club's fan base has been at odds with the Glazers for a number of years. Please join me several times each weekday right here on 77 WABC. This is the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Keep listening for more to 77 WABC for the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Looking at futures, the Dow's up 41 points or 0.12% at 34,167. The S&P's risen six and a half. NASDAQ up nine and a half. Gold down a dollar sixty an ounce at $1,738.30. Crude oil at $81.31 a barrel this morning. That is up 56 cents. It's the WABC Early News. Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News. And news time is 520. There's new laws in New York City that are aimed at helping domestic violence victims. 77 WABC's Frank Diaz has more. Mayor Eric Adams signed a bill on Tuesday that establishes a housing stability program for survivors of domestic and gender-based violence. Those who suffer domestic and gender-based violence, uh, I want them to know that as a city, we're here. We're not going to have a a blind eye or deaf ear to what you're going to. He also signed another bill that requires the mayor's office to end domestic and gender-based violence to create an online services portal for victims. Last year, there were 260,000 domestic violence reports issued by the NYPD. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Frank Diaz. There's been an arrest. It happened Tuesday in the serial vandalism of a gay bar in Hell's Kitchen here in Manhattan, Verse along 9th Avenue. Police have identified this suspect as 34-year-old Sean Coolen. Neighborhood residents weighed in on the arrest on PIX11. Seems like a pretty like friendly neighborhood overall besides stuff like this. So definitely would not have expected it to be about like a business dispute more than something that's not like just either a crazy person or something like that. And this man has been charged with criminal possession of a weapon, criminal mischief and reckless endangerment in at least three separate incidents. A rock or bricks were thrown at the window of the Hell's Kitchen establishment. Verse. FTNY and EMS members are being honored for making daring rescues during a high-rise fire in Manhattan earlier this month. 77 WABC's Bob Brown reports. It was November 5th when firefighters had to be lowered by a rope to rescue people who were trapped on the 20th floor of the apartment building on East 52nd Street. What you saw uh, that happened on that day was 100% teamwork. It's the uh, dedication to training um, that that promise that we are going to work always as a team to get that job accomplished. Firefighter Darren Harsh says people may have seen the rope rescues on video, but they didn't see the dispatchers and other first responders behind the scenes who coordinated the effort. More than 40 people were hurt in the fire, which was caused by a lithium-ion battery. I'm Bob Brown for the 77 WABC Early News. New York's Governor Kathy Hochul signed two bills into law on Tuesday. These bills will expand hate crime education and training throughout New York State. The governor said there is a rising tide of hate across the country and violence prevention is the state's highest priority. The first bill requires individuals convicted of hate crimes to undergo mandatory training in hate crime prevention. The second bill establishes a statewide campaign around inclusion, tolerance, and understanding of diversity. 
We all have a God-given right to walk the streets, go where we want to worship, be safe in our homes, our subways, and in our clubs. That is a God-given right as a New Yorker. Last week, two men were arrested in connection with an alleged threat to attack synagogues in New York City. Hochul thanked the early warning system and law enforcement officials for their apprehension, but warned that these kinds of attacks are on the rise. A family member is charged in the triple murder of his relatives in Queens. 77 WABC's Alex Barnard has a story. Police say Jabari Burrell faces three counts of murder after Hyacinth Brown Johnson, Latoya Gordon, and Patrice Johnson were found dead in their home on 182nd Street in Springfield Gardens on November 18th. Two were stabbed to death and one died from head trauma. Burrell was taken into custody in Virginia a few days ago. A motive is unclear. I'm Alex Barnard for the 77 WABC Early News. A 49-year-old Sunoco gas station worker was shot in his head at 2,990 Boston Post Road. That's in the Allerton section of the Bronx. Happened last night. This man is hospitalized but expected to survive. He's reportedly in stable condition. Police say the gunman is still on the run as of this morning. That incident, that shooting last night at that Sunoco gas station in the Bronx happened just after 7 p.m. Residents spoke to ABC7 about the shooting. I'm here every other day, every two days, and I know the guys more or less. You know, I come here for many years. Uh, and it's a very sad situation. These guys are really nice people, and it's a sad, sad day. The victim was taken to a nearby hospital where his condition was said to be improving. Police say they expect the victim to survive. It is not known if the gunman fled with proceeds from the Sunoco. Police said there is a video surveillance, which they are going to be taking a look at and investigating. If you are celebrating Thanksgiving in or around New York City, it is very likely your produce is actually coming from Hunts Point Produce Market in the Bronx. Tuesday, just two days before the big holiday, it is the busiest day of the year for the market, Hunts Point. Chances are also that produce at your local restaurant of choice is from Hunts Point. Hunts Point sells in bulk or wholesale. It is the largest wholesale produce market in the world the produce is shipped in via plane, tractor, trailer, even a boat from 49 states and some 55 countries. Hunts Point CEO Philip Grant told ABC7 the market is pushing out about 30 million pounds of fresh produce to the New York City area. To put that in perspective, it's three times the normal amount that we do on a daily basis, all because of Thanksgiving. When New Yorkers sit down, 90% of what's on their plate is coming right out of here from the Hunts Point produce market, except the turkey, of course. Any leftover food at the end of the other day goes to various community organizations throughout the New York City area. The Long Island Lynx is heading to a new home after being captured earlier this year. 77 WABC's Frank Diaz explains. A video of the feline went viral when a Central Islip resident posted it online back in July, prompting a pretty intense search for the animal. He was captured a few days later and taken to Sweetbriar Nature Center. That lynx is now named Leo and living at the Holtzville Ecology Site and Animal Preserve. Members of the public can actually visit Leo the lynx and his neighbors at the free animal facility. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Frank Diaz. And if you miss the top five at five and other news, be sure to check it out on our website, wabcradio.com. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.